Welcome, welcome back to Before the Millions. I got me a superstar with me today. Um, and I know I say this every single episode, but y'all know I don't lie to y'all. I bring a superstar every single episode. And today, um, we got somebody, you know, that has done something that most people haven't done. You know what I'm saying? And this is definitely somebody, this is Before the Millions, right? So we literally are capturing that that moment before people become millionaires, right? Like that documentary, you know, the, like the Kanye documentary, right. you know what I'm saying? Things like that, just trying to capture those moments. Process. Um, it's literally the process, you know, before you get to that millionaire um, level. Um, but the beauty is, today we actually have an individual that has reached that pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? You've done what most people haven't done. You've made a million dollars, right? So I appreciate you so much for coming through, bro. Sure, bro, I appreciate you know what I'm saying? it likewise. Um, it's truly a blessing, I appreciate you for your time, for your hostility. Um, you know, for everything you, that you've done and, you know, how hard you worked on your end to make this happen, you know? So this is Embron Richie. A lot of people do not know who you are and a lot of people do know who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for those that don't, um, go ahead and just give us a quick little back, background of exactly who you are, where you come from. Yeah, for sure. Um, first, first things first, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. It's a pleasure. It's an honor to be here also. Um, just, you know, just here, man, having a conversation. Um, just giving value, just giving a piece of my my wisdom, my right. experience, my journey um, to the people that are going to be watching this through this platform. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, 25 years old, uh, entrepreneur, businessman, and um, a little bit about who I am uh, that I feel is super important to the things that I've been able to do um, and, you know, kind of the foundational root of why um, I am who I am or why I do what I do is... Um, just culture, you know, mm -hmm. background, history. You know, people say um, to know the future or to know how to move forward, you need to know your history. And I right. feel like um, for me, that's super important. It's a super important component to me. Um, you know, so I'm Jamaican, you right. know. So my parents, um, both parents born and raised Jamaica. My dad came here when he was 35. My mother came here um, when she was 25. Um, but I'm, you know, born, born in Queens, raised in Long Island, Long Island, New York. And um, I lived in Jamaica for five years. So right. I'm a citizen of America, but I'm also a citizen mm, of Jamaica. That's tough. Um, that's tough. You know, and I feel like it's super important to understand that because growing up and living in Jamaica for an extended period of time, it, 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 it cultured me. It rooted me to certain values or certain morals or certain... Um, traditions that I take with who I am in me today right. within my character. Right. Now that's fire, bro. So you say you know you, you know you lived in America, you lived in Jamaica. Um, what what would you say some of the differences are in terms of how people live and some of the luxuries that you know some of us Amer in America may have? Right. Um, yeah. So I feel the first thing I, you know that's a clear difference is just the amount of resources. Right. Um, and as you start to have less resources, you have to know how to become more resourceful. Facts. You know, so I feel Facts. like um, that's a very important skill that people pick up when they come from third world yeah. countries. You know, they don't have to have everything in the world to do everything in the world. Right. And throughout my journey of just entrepreneurship, business, um, there were moments where, you know, I had a lot or there were moments when I had a little. And one thing that I've realized, you know, to just move better, or, or just move forward, you know, move forward and take right. myself is um, in those moments of not having all of the resources, you learn how to become more resourceful. Right. 
Facts. Nah, that's deep. Nah, I like that, bro. And I feel like that, like you said, you you hit it on the nose, bro. That's something that when you come from that environment, you know, you learn that. Yeah. Um, and me having my parents are both immigrants. Right. So I learned that from them. You know, I've never been to Nigeria, but in our household, I, I learned from how my father and my mother move. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like they have so many responsibilities, but they make it happen. And they never fail to make time for us, and they just make time for everything they have to get done. You know, even if it sacrifices them having, you know, leisure time to do nothing. You know what I'm right. saying? So that grit, that hustle, that consistency, um, that's something that, you know, kind of been ingrained in me. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's one of the, the pinnacles when it comes to being successful in anything. You sure. know what I'm saying? And we was talking about it before we started filming about those three um, characteristics. I forget who exactly who said it, but he was like the three characteristics of every successful person. He said it, impulse control is number one. Um, you have a little bit, just a little tad insecurity, um, maybe about something, maybe about where you've been from, anything. Um, you know, you have that. I feel like everyone has some type of insecurity. Right, for sure. And then, last but not least, you have um, you have an edge. You know what I'm saying? You have an exact... It's crazy because, you know, in the trading world, is you have that strategy, your edge. Right. You know? So it's like any business world, you have a strategy. Everything right. you do, game, you play sports, you have a strategy, an edge. Sure. Um, and those three components are, you know, the three things that kind of give them help them get to that level so from that I have a question I want to know if you feel like that is true right if you feel like you have those three things um, and just touch on that a little bit yeah for sure so um, definitely you know definitely um, you got the impulse control impulse control I feel like is super important because you know any good person chasing success or chasing greatness you know chasing anything you know special above themselves um, more than themselves you know you're going to be put in certain predicaments and um, what I mean by that is um, whether it's people whether it's opportunities whether it's situations um, within your business right. or whatever it is you're going to be put in certain predicaments that are hard to handle and if you are a person who can control the impulse that naturally is supposed to happen um, you're gonna start to become more successful. And the reason right. that I say that is because you're not gonna just act on emotion. Emotions. Emotion, you know, you're gonna more so act on strategy. You're gonna right. more so act on um, your plan, you know? And it's crazy because um, I feel like one of my biggest keys, you know, to just myself, you know, mastering myself and achieving the things that I look to achieve um, is planning, you know, mm -hmm. is, is I have this book right here and this is something that I keep with me, you know, a lot is um, it's my plans, it's my goals, it's my strategies, right. you know, just like you said, and I'm a very thought out person. So for me, you know, I act on it quick, but I've been planning for a while, right? you know, so like to that. the world, it, it looks almost spontaneous mm -hmm. or like there was no plan behind it or I just jumped off the cliff and tried to find a parachute on the way down. Right. But internally, I know the confidence comes from me planning it for Facts. months or years or whatever the case may Facts. be. And then um, the second one that you said was... We got impulse control, we have an edge. So you feel like you have an edge over you know, most people. Over anybody, right? right. So I would say the edge is... Um, it's a true. That's, that's, that's facts, you know, because um, there's some sort of confidence, mm -hmm. you know, that, that comes from the edge. Right. And um, the main thing that I would say that the edge represent it's a uniqueness you know every single right. person that is chasing 
the greatest optimal being of themselves they understand their uniqueness right. you know no one person is like the other person no matter if they do the same things no matter if they're in the same lane no matter if they're friends you can or be not twins you know you can be <laughs> twins but when you start to understand your greatness you right. start to move a certain way because you know that no matter if somebody stole your idea mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying no matter if somebody literally stole your playbook stole your your diary right you know what i'm saying you're gonna understand that at the end it. of the day they can never do they it like can't you do, do it. it like you you know feel sure. me that's that's, that's a fact that's a fact and i feel like before we touch the last one i feel like that's something that hurts a lot of entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs right i can't tell you how many people thought they couldn't reach certain goals because everyone else did it like right. i talk to females that i know that want to do that are great hairstylists they do all their friends hair right they want to start a business but they're like everyone does hair, does hair. I'm like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, lashes or start music, whatever you want to do. A lot of people are scared because everyone does it. But it's like, bro, what makes you different is right. you. And the main thing that I would say to that is, is um, you know, everyone follows someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that there are people that are super highly inspired by me. You know, super highly inspired right. by who I am, who I am as a person, what right. I stand for, the things that I've done, um, how I've treated them. But I also know there are people out there that may not follow me, Correct. you know, for whatever reason that may be. Um, but I want, you know, I want everybody to understand that, you know, somebody's following you, you know what I'm saying? And you have a specific audience or you have a specific um, demographic or, right. you know, somebody that's going through the same thing, um, essentially. Or you're the next thing, right? You're the next level that they're looking to aspire. Right. And I feel like that's that's super important to understand, you know. So when you are starting a business, when you are putting out the content, you feel me? When you are doing whatever it is that you're doing, just understand that somebody's gonna mess with it. Right. It's two people. It's two people. Right. Nah, that's huge, bro. That's huge because there's there's levels to everything. You know sure. what I'm saying? So, and I feel like that tip right there would give that perspective. I would say, I feel like that gives entrepreneurs a way to gain more confidence in themselves right. because if even if you just started or you've been in this business for six months a year and you're doing decent it's like there's somebody that's just thinking about they haven't started they're thinking about starting right. and they're looking at you and they're looking up to you right so it's like just keep going and keep me and you now that's huge so right we got that impulse control we got the edge now there's always that little bit of insecurity right, right. that feeling that um you kind of got to prove yourself mm-hmm. um so what would you feel like and that's a vulnerable moment, mm-hmm. right? What would you feel like that was for you? Yeah. Or is um, for you? For sure. You know, so um, I've, I've had a lot of vulnerable moments when it comes to having to feel like you haven't improved yourself. Right. Um, I feel like me personally, just the type of person that I am, um, that feeling never stops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That feeling of having to show right that you are continuing to evolve right you know continuing to get better you know because people say that if you're not getting better you're getting worse and for me um that's one of my biggest driving forces like you said you know so as i start to dissect and analyze those three things i would say for me it is the competitive edge of having to prove right and you know a couple moments that i felt like i had to do that were um, one, you know, just just in sports, right? That, you play that, sports, yeah. You know, I came up playing basketball my That's whole tough. life. That's tough. And um, went to college for basketball. You know, went to um, everything. You know, every camp that mm. you can think of. Um, 
high school, played basketball. Um, but I feel like sports is such a staple, you know, for life and for entrepreneurship and business, period, because it teaches you certain values. Mm -hmm. And I remember being at tryouts and you have to prove yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, being at certain camps and you had to come out of there ranked or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like those were some of the first moments to expose me of having to prove or having to feel like there's a chip on my shoulder. And it's the same thing now when it comes to in the world of business, in the world of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's never a competition. It's never um, like you're gauging yourself up against anyone else. But for me, it's more so gauging myself up of my previous self. Right. You know, new, new, new ceilings now have to become new floors Facts. to get to Facts. the next level in the life. Uh -huh. So that's huge, bro. Um, and having that competitive edge, having that, you know, especially competitive edge against, like you said, your previous self. Right. Um, that's huge. And that's the only way, in my opinion, right? And of course, I don't know everything, but in my opinion, the only way you can continuously grow without feeling down or feeling too good. Right. I forget the exact quote. I was listening to somebody. He was like, once you start, when you compare yourself to others, only two things can happen. You're either going to feel less than right. or more than. Right. Either or. And, sure. and both is, is bad. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. You shouldn't like, I shouldn't look at you and like, dang, he got more money than me. Dang. That's, you know what I'm saying? Or I got more money than him. Right. It shouldn't be like that. But if you're always comparing yourself to your previous self, right. it's like last year I had $1,000. Right. This year I got 3000 For I sure. I bet I'm going up. For you know sure. what I'm saying? And yeah. if you just keep doing that. You're not gonna want it, like you said before we started rolling. You was like, "Yo, when you when you do certain things, you, you don't want to go back." Right. You're making those those ceiling floors for sure. And um, you know, for me, it, it's always previous self versus future self. Right. You know, just having big expectations for where I see myself. You know, in the next five years, in the next ten years, in the next thirty years. Right. You know what I'm saying I'm a big person on um on legacy. Right. You know, for me. Um, that's something that I think about, you know, a lot, you know, some something that I dream about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, what does Imran Richie's legacy look like right. after it's all said and done? Um, and that's that's something that is, is one of my biggest driving forces, you know, because at the end of the day, the goal is to create things to outlive you. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, you only have a limited time on this earth, but the things that you create, you know, the, the, the mark that you leave, um, the way you treat people, how mm -hmm. people remember you as, you know, those are the ways to make yourself immortal. Right. Facts. Facts. Because we all going to die one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know? So what do you leave behind? Nah, that's huge, bro. So you talked about legacy and it's, 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 it's something that we, especially at a young age, a lot of people don't think about that. Right. We're focused on right now, but you've done a couple things in your life where you, you've set up foundations for a legacy, right. right? You've set up foundations for generational wealth and you set things in store for people ahead of you, right? Right. Um, how old are you right now, bro? Uh, 25. 25. Yeah, 25. You know what I'm saying? So if you really think about, again, not to compare yourself to anybody else, but if you just think about the average 25 year old, right. they haven't done, the average four year old haven't done what you've done, right? right? So true. in terms of legacy, you know, you, you got, a plaza in Jamaica. Right. Right. You have a building in New York. Right. So going into real estate 
at 25. That's not something they teach us in school. That's something that we all hear about. It mm. sounds good, right? But who's really doing it? For you know sure. what I'm saying? So, when did you get into real estate, and how did you, how did you make that happen, bro? Yeah. So, um, man, this is um, as you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm. Um, and I, I take it back through the mentality of my dad. Mm. You know, so just just it's important for me to start right there with that story. You know, just my evolution of how everything came about. Um, and the reason being is because the mentality that he instilled in me, um, it helped me to become this point. Right. You know, so I know we were speaking about leaving certain things in the past mm -hmm. or not taking things from your parents with you, but also taking things with you as well. And, you know, my, my dad is somebody that I've completely learned the rule of investing from. Mm. And he's not the richest man in the world. Um, you know, he's not the most wealthiest man in the world, but when it comes to legacy, um, he's somebody that literally that's what he stands on. Mm -hmm. And my my biggest thing I would say is, you know, some of the people that I study, some of the people that I follow, um, I pride myself on just thinking differently, you know? Right. So when it comes to Imran Richie, I pride myself on having a mind that thinks a little different right you know i pride myself on having a different perspective than the average facts so for me growing up whatever the normal was or whatever the status quo was i tried to break away from that completely right. do the opposite do the opposite exactly facts. and for me um growing up you know my dad um he used to always say this one saying to me, it was make your money work for you. And mm. at the time I was very young, you know, and it's a very basic, you know, like I was saying, it's a yeah. very basic, basic it makes quote, sense. but it's, it, it was the subconsciousness of me growing up to hear those certain things. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was working jobs, I was always thinking about mm, making your money work for right. you. And, you know, getting into real estate, you know, you mentioned the, the plaza in right. Jamaica. Um, that's that's something that I'm actively working on right now. Um, and it's a project, just right. like I said, it's a project, but it's something that is one, very lucrative, and it's something that uh, when we talk about legacy, that is one of the things that can outlive the Richie last name Facts. for years and Facts. centuries to come. Facts. And, you know, growing up, um, my dad growing up in Jamaica, he's a person to actually originate the plaza, mm. you know? So he actually started the foundation of the plaza, right? So um, exactly, basically what he did was, you know, he's a worker, you know? So growing up, he took a little bit of the money that he had from fixing this home or, you know, we're helping out this person. Right. Um, and he essentially, he put a little bit of what he had into a legacy. Mm. And it's at the point now where, you know, it being there for maybe 15 years um, and you know just the world of where it's at today with technology those both of those worlds can't mix he doesn't mm. really know how to take a business yeah. or an establishment to the next level right. in today's day and age so for me um, legacy you know and understanding that that's always some, been something I've been about it's been on my mind and my heart and my plans um, for years you know, years to be able to help and take that to the next level. Um, so for me, you know, of recent, maybe within the past year, um, I've 
took in ownership of the entire plaza. Wow. You know, so um, over the last year, I've been through a lot of paperwork, you know, a lot of uh, overseas paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm learning as I'm learning as I go with um, just international business, it's a lot different. You yeah. know, think about it. Think about um, being in a different country trying to mm-hmm. operate a business. Right. You know, it's a lot of legalities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that I'm learning. It's a lot of... Um, speculations but one of the things that helped me along with that is the fact that I am a dual citizen Mm. you know so maybe if someone was just an American there would be a lot of obstacles in the way you know so um, but my plans for it though man my plans is to have it be um, one of the biggest establishments in that area you know so many people when you think of Jamaica you think of Montego Bay, mm-hmm. you think of like Kingston, right? You think of the big you know, names you hear yeah, about. Yeah, the big names Facts. you hear about, and one of the rising areas is the area that the plaza is in, mm. and it comes with being a visionary for you to understand that it may not be there yet, but you have a foundational piece of land, right? Where at some point in time it's gonna get there. Facts, and it's 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 heartwarming to understand that. You know, you build a foundation from your last name, you know, that's going to be able to not only impact the community, but impact generations long after you, right. you've you gone. Um, so within the next year, I plan to, you know, build upon it, change it structurally, financially, um, aesthetically, you know. So my dad, he had it for years. And what happened was there was no bank account connected to the entire lot. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about 13 renters being in there, but you don't know how much revenue the whole lot is bringing right. you on a day-to-day. Right. And it's because of technology, mm. you know? So there was no bank account connected to Richie Plaza. Right. So as I'm starting to get in there now within the past six months, I have to go get corporate bank accounts to connect to the Richie Plaza. So now when we go down there, people can just deposit mm-hmm. the money into right. the bank. Facts. What my dad was doing for years, <laughs> he was every six months or every time he goes to Jamaica, he collects the, the money cash. So think about Jeez. all of the things, think about all of the things that come with that. Right. People not paying, mm-hmm. people excuses, not all excuses. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how much money is being robbed. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So these are the type of things when it comes to scaling a business um, that he just didn't understand. Right. And as you know, me explaining it to him and him seeing certain stuff, um, he started to understand it. He started mm-hmm. to see the faults in why it's not doing what it can do. Right. right. So it's just being a visionary man and just seeing seeing it through. You know, seeing that's something that's not really there yet. That's tough. And. Um, you know, I know you mentioned. I know you mentioned. You know the biz, the New York. Yeah, New York. Um. So you know, December, December fifteenth, actually, December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Um. I closed on a unit, right? Or I closed on a building in New York. Um. It's it's in Queens, New York, but that process of closing on that building in New York was literally one of the best moments in my life and the reason that i say that is not because of the accomplishment itself Mm -hmm. but it's more so what it taught me Mm. so that building i was 
essentially in contract with for a year, you know, so about nine months. Right. Right. So what I mean by that is, you know, initially, you know, being a homeowner, um, it was a first time process for mm-hmm. me. And, you know, when you go into something, you think that it's going to be in and out. Mm-hmm. For me, that was the first moment in my life where I really knew or I really found out what it meant to have faith. Mm. And the reason that I say that is because, you know, um, going back with underwriters and going through all of the different things that it takes to get a home, get approved for a home, you know, everything, um, it it, it can do something to you when you don't really know or you have no say-so over what's going to happen if for approval or denial, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, after nine months. So for me, you know, it's a four-unit home. Um, it's in Queens, New York, and basically, you know, it's it, I didn't buy it to to live in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the first home that I bought was essentially an investment. Right. And you know, right now, um, there are three three people in it that rent, and then there's a bottom that's an Airbnb. Mm, but my tough. yeah, you know, but my plans for it is come January. Um, is to Airbnb the entire the building, mm. right? Because the type of money that it's bringing in now, you know, compared to having people in it rent, and right. rent is way lower than what you right. can be staying, you know, people can get in there from Airbnb. Right. It's, 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 it's a lot more that can be made. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That just thinking as an entrepreneur, thinking as a businessman, um, it's all about, it's all about, you know, the that's revenue. You know what I'm that's saying? And that's that's where I'm at with it. Nah, that's that's tough. That's tough. So you got we, like you said, that that big point. Make your money work for you. Right. You've done it multiple ways. We talked about the real estate, in the investing space. You've done it too. Right. Right. Um, talked about some of the investing, crypto, forex, like yeah. stocks, like all the different ways you've made money work for yourself. How did you learn these things? How did you really just dive into that? Yeah, definitely. Um, first, you know, first thing it came with open minded, open mindedness. Mm. Right. And um, reason that I say that is because, you know, coming into a space like digital entrepreneurship, um, I had no idea about it. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to say um, investing. Right. You know, the average individual on the side of the street, mm-hmm. you know, walks up to you and says they know about investing. Yeah. You know, your barber, <laughs> you feel me? Your barber, um, you know, you get Everyone a haircut. And they, they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got my money in uh-huh. Robinhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or I got some money in this. And everybody thinks that they knows what it you know means to right. invest. Um, but just coming into the digital entrepreneurship space for me, um, it was my first time of being a student. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is um, it was the first time for me where I had to learn a different language. Mm. You know, and I, I, I was reading a book and someone said in the book, um, a very powerful quote, you know, with every new level of consciousness or awareness, there's a new language. Mm. So when I came into the investing space, the reason why most people truly don't understand is just it's just a new, new language, language. It's new terminology. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's facts. the only thing. You know, once you understand the language of investing, it once you sense. understand the language of cryptocurrency or anything as it pertains to making your money work for you. Right it starts to become more normal. Right. And, um, you know, for me, um, 
when it comes to things like crypto, when it comes to the digital entrepreneurship space, there are a couple of things that I'm actively taking the time out to still become a student of. Mm. Um, you know, things like one, obviously cryptocurrency and the technology around it, you know, so things like Web3, um, things like, you know, DeFi, right. this, you know, decentralized finance, um, things like Ethereum. You know, I think those three right there are powerful topics when it comes to the digital entrepreneurship right. space and, you know, the investing space as a normal. And the reason that I say that, you know, is because these are where the future is headed. And um, it's important, you know, it's important to understand, especially just as as humanity, you know, um, it's important to understand the trends of the future, mm -hmm. you know, because if you understand those things now, um, everyone, you know, as, as humanity is going to be well more off advanced and well more understanding and wise of the things to do, you know, where to put your money right. and the things to invest in um, and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I know there's a quote, one of my favorite quotes is, um, the learners inherit the earth. The learners inherit the earth. The learners inherit the earth. That's you know, tough. while the learn, they find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with the world that no longer exists. So mm. what I mean is, you know, think about those people. Um, yeah, you know, think about those people that think they know everything. All right. You know, and it all goes back to, at, you know, as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. as, as a businessman, as anybody that's looking to be successful in anything, any endeavor, um, you have to evolve. Yeah, you have to evolve. If you do not evolve, you will no longer be relevant. Facts. It's super important to understand. If you do not evolve, you will no longer be relevant. So that quote, when I break it down, you know, it said the learners are the ones who inherit the earth. Hmm. Meaning that if you are taking the time out to up your wisdom, up your knowledge, up your education, you know, up the things that are moving towards the future you're going to be able to inherit the wealth of the earth. Facts. You know, the learned, they find themselves equipped. Yeah, I like that. Beautifully. Beautifully equipped. equipped. You know, they to, think they got it. They think they you got it. You got a lot, but it's like, you know me? They like think you they said, got it. a world that's not here no more. It's not here no more. And as, you know, as, as time evolves, the world no longer stays the same. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And that's why things like Web3 is so beautiful, you know, because we're on Web3, but... The internet started with Web One, right? You feel me? Facts, facts. Nah, that's huge, bro. You, you, you know, you got a lot of big things. We talked about, you know, the real estate. Talked about the the crypto. Learning how to make your money work for you. Um, you know, me personally, you know, where I met you, where I learned more about you was, you know, in the network marketing space. And you've done a lot of great things in that space. And me, I remember I was listening to his name is. You know Jumping Jack Tax? Yeah, Prince Donnell. Yes, Prince Donnell, bro. That's my guy. He used to have a podcast. I don't mm -hmm. know if you ever knew. Yeah. Um, so when he when he used to drop every day, he was like, never. And this is when I first got into network marketing. He said it's one of the best places to that. He feels like every single entrepreneur should at least do a certain period of time in network marketing. Right. Because it's the cheapest way to actually understand and learn business. Right. You can make all the mistakes you want. You could you you can learn the ins and outs of how to grow a business. With the lowest amount of cost. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad talks about things like that. For you sure. Know? So, me personally, that's where I learned you. <clears throat> and you were definitely somebody that I looked up to, you know, that I, I, I studied, I listened to. Appreciate that. Um, and it's because of, I said, it, I said it before we started rolling, the obsessiveness. Right. You know what I'm saying? A certain mindset, a certain way, a, a perspective, a certain way you see things. 
um, for me, it clicks, right? My whole life, bro, I say it all the time. Like, I never really felt like I fit it in. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I just have a personality, humbly, that I can mix and mingle with anybody, you know, and connect and be, and be cool, you know, in, in any room. Right. But it's like I never felt like I belonged in any of the rooms that I've been my whole life. Um, except certain times when I see certain people, it's like, okay, I don't have to know too much about you. I could have met you today, right. but we click. It's, certain, it's, a, it's a certain thing. It's that obsessiveness that you got that I see, and it's like, okay, yeah, I understand it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I've seen in you, um, you know, from the jump. And what do you feel like that does for an entrepreneur? Because certain people don't understand how obsessed you have to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be with a certain business, but with just becoming better. For sure. Um, you know, something that you said um, stuck with me just now. Um, you know, you said a couple of things. You know, first things first, you talked about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. And um, <clears throat> that was one of the first books that I ever read. Me too. And, um, you know, just there are certain moments throughout my life where um, things started to connect. Mm. And, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad for me was one of the moments when my dad saying, make your money work for you started to connect with me Mm. and you know just my background and how I grew up um just getting into business and just always wanted to know about money you know what I'm saying know about um how to manage money know about you know how to make money know about how to invest it you know because I love to spend it you feel me (laughs) Um, but um for me you know even going to college you know I studied accounting Mm, me too I studied finance yeah you know so I studied accounting and for me you know just just reading that book during the time of college it connected a lot of the dots for me but um you said something you know and shout out to Prince Donnell you know it's actually crazy because um Going from being a worker, you know, an employee at a certain point in my life, man, I did a lot of things. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I did a lot of things. I worked um, unloading trucks. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? I, I worked in the summertime, um, you know, unloading loads, you know, with fridges and Dang. packing them up. You know, so I feel like those experiences um, are important. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it shows you what hard work is and it yeah. shows you... If you have the right mentality, it shows you what you never want to continue mm-hmm. to do. That's yeah. a big one. You know? So I, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. before you continue, that's a big thing. I was just talking to my friend about the other day. I was like, yo, you have to figure out what you don't want to do. You have to figure out what you don't like. You know? Yeah. And it's like, no one can tell you. Like, you can ask. I can ask you, your bro, exactly what did you do? But I may go and do what you did and not like it. For sure. So I got to go kind of experiment and For figure sure. out what you don't like. So that's, that's huge. Yeah. You, said it. you know, so... Just, just coming up through my journey, man, um, there are certain things that I realized that I didn't want to do. I didn't want life to be like. Mm-hmm. And it allowed for me to be open to opportunities, like you said, like network right. marketing. And, you know, for me, I never pictured myself um, ever doing network marketing. Yeah. You feel me? Because when it, worked, when it came to uh, sales at a certain point in my life, I didn't understand the fact that in life, you're either on two sides. You're either the consumer Somewhere or the producer, producer, right? And it's 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 important to understand for anyone looking to be successful um, that you have to step from the side of the consumer to the producer. And what I mean by that is in every aspect. So people on Instagram that are scrolling and not putting out the content, mm-hmm. they're the consumers of the world. The people who are not essentially 
trying to start the business, right? Or trying to be the producers, right? They're the consumers of the world. And I started to realize that the wealth is on the producer side, right? Right. The 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 influence is on the producer side. You know, the impact is on the producer side, right? And that's something that's super important for me. So I started to um, realize that, and I stepped into the lane of network marketing, and um, you know, it got a lot of success through that field. You know, got a lot of success through that field in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm I'm grateful for it, but. The reason why um, I can attribute some of the success is because of failed opportunities. Mm. And it's crazy because most people don't know how me and Prince Donnell even met. Mm. You know, I had two businesses before network marketing. Okay. So I had a tax business, right? And it was through the service of Prince Donnell. Most people don't know that (laughs) Prince Donnell um, and I were the first to partner in his business now. Mm. So I was the first person in Jumping Jack right. Tax. That's, that's lit. Nah, that's like, lit. But like, let me let me break it down to you. So I was, at the time, I had just graduated from school, mm-hmm. right? And this is when all of these things started to click. Right. The rich dad, poor dad, the things that I was being taught from my dad subconsciously by the little sayings and the right. little words. I'm working, right? I'm slaving, I'm doing my thing, I'm hustling. And, um, you know, I see Prince Donnell being a producer of the world like he is today. But I see, you know, I see Prince Donnell. He came up with this concept of jumping jack tax. And I looked at it and I saw and I started to look at the idea of if I'm fresh out of college and I'm applying for accounting jobs and I'm trying to get internships, I might as well try to start my own thing. Yeah, facts. So Prince Donnell had just opened up, right, or started the concept of the business Jumping Jack Tax. And I got on the phone with Prince Donnell, right? Mind you, I'm fresh out of college. Mm -hmm. I had saved up $5,000, right? I had about $6,000 in my bank account at the time. Um, I had saved up $5,000, and Prince Donnell pitched me the idea of opening up a jumping jack tax office and I I started it right I'm on the phone with Prince Donnell and during those moments of me being on the phone with him the moments started to play in my head again of make your money work for you you. right of the cash flow quadrant Mm -hmm. right through the book rich dad poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki and that was one of the first moments in my life where I invested into something not knowing if I would get a return. Facts. Right? And, you know, Prince Donnell doesn't know that that moment literally did a lot for me today. And it's not because the business went on to be successful. It's because I took a loss on the business. Mm. Right? So think about having $6,000 in your bank account and you invest 5000 right, into a business and... During the tax season, I make about a hundred dollars. Sheesh! Right, so now I'm the first person to ever be ever believe in the vision of mm-hmm. jumping jack tax with Prince Donnell. I'm the first person, right. a 21 year old kid. He has Sheesh. about think about this though, and this is how I knew that I was thinking in the right state Direction. of mind. Right, you feel me? And it became a lesson for me, but it also became something that I can learn from like wholeheartedly. 
because 21 year old believing in the vision of something taking a big loss on it to make a hundred dollars during tax season after that i was never scared to invest again i was never uh, afraid to do any opportunity right. i was never afraid to you know what i'm saying bet on myself Facts. double down on myself Facts. and bet on myself and you know prince donnell i owe him a lot for that moment and I don't owe him that moment because he did anything for me. I owe him that moment because he casted his vision and I believed in the vision. I still believe in that vision to this day. He has something great going on. Um, you know, and we speak sometimes from time to time. And, you know, I receive a message from Prince Donnell, a DM from Prince Donnell. And he'll tell me, like, thank you. And it it's means time. a lot. Because I know you did a lot for him, too. You know, he told me, he said, thank you. You know, you were one of the reasons why I believed mm. in what I had going on. If a 21-year-old 20, kid who's a visionary can believe in the vision that I had going on, I know that the world can. Facts. You know, so that Facts. that those those little moments along the journey, you know, it built me. You know, it, it tore me down, but it built me up. You know? Bro, it's a lot of the things you just said, um, you know, they hit home. And for me, the main thing is your perspective. Right. The way you see everything and just to have a transparent moment even for this podcast you right. know today is a crazy day you know you you know you stay out in new york i'm from maryland so i'm coming you know i came out to new york and we had a couple technical difficulties and a lot of problems that happened came leading up to the podcast right um and one thing and i said it before i commended you i was like yo just the the way you see a problem and it's not a problem for you. It's just like, okay, what do we got to do? Right. And there's no other, it's like, that's all you see. Right. That's huge, bro. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And sure. that's one of the biggest things that I, I'm just noticing in everything that you're saying is just the way you see it. Right. And, <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I feel like God has blessed me with that power, mm. with that ability. Um, I feel like every single person in the world has... Uh, casting on their life that makes them unique. Facts. And I feel like my uniqueness in this world the edge. is the edge. Exactly. The edge the perspective. is the perspective. You know, so you can look at something and you can say, is your glass half full or half, half empty? empty? And for me, you know, the power to look at situations, right? The power to, you know, have something in your life happen to you. You know, the power to um, go through, you know, trials and tribulations or, you know, just some of the worst moments of your life. And basically, you know, I, I heard this saying, it says two people go through the same thing. And it's the reason why it's one can, it's the reason why one can't. Right. And the reason being is because it's all how they viewed the situation. Yeah. You feel me? So for me, um, you know, I've always tried to been a person, you know, for me, I've always tried to be a person to share how I think, share my perspective yeah. with the world as much as I can mm -hmm. to uplift, to inspire, to empower. And, you know, I started to realize that that would almost be impossible, you know? So I started to figure out how I could share bits and pieces of it. Right. Now that's huge, bro. That's, that's, and it's that perspective. And it's, I was literally thinking about it the other day. I was, cause daily I try to take like a little run, you know, run or bike or whatever, my cardio, in the morning, you know, that's the best time to really free your mind. And I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, yo, that's what I have. Like, that's my edge. Like, right. just the way I see things, no, no one can see it how I see it. Right. But it's like, with all humility, it's For just sure. my perspective. I choose to see, 
I could be in any situation and I would see both perspectives. For sure. I can see how you feel. Right. Even if I don't agree with it, I can see it. And yeah. I can really like literally step in your shoes and exactly. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, you know? that's 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 a um, that's a major thing, bro. Yeah, bro. It's it's huge. And it's it's you don't see a lot of people that get it. It's right. crazy, bro. Now that you're saying that, it's like I know I know exactly right. what you mean, bro. Like, just so you know, we don't we can wrap this up. Don't take don't wanna take too much of your time, bro. Um, but like I said, just the perspective that you had, I feel like that's the biggest takeaway for sure of today's podcast is just the perspective that you have on everything on life period. Is right. That determines the outcome. Right. You know what I'm saying? You 100%. could look at it like, okay, this is a bad situation or this is the best situation in my life. This is a learning opportunity, a 100%. trampoline. You know what I'm saying? So that's huge. Talk to me real quick before we get out of here, bro. What are some of the things you have planned, bro? Because I'm not going to lie. Like I said, a lot of people follow you. Right. You know what I'm saying? We see what you're doing. We, we want to know what's next. Yeah, um, you know, so I, I spoke about it. You know, I spoke about um, evolution. Right. You know, so for me, um, originating from the digital entrepreneurship space and getting some of the traits, right, or the lessons or the network or the resources in terms of financially um, that I've gotten from there, um, you know, I, I want to be able to now, one, do everything and everything that I'm touching my hands on yes I wanted to turn to gold but I want it to be about legacy mm. you know so for me um, within the past year one of the biggest things that I've been focusing on that I've been writing down in my book um, is legacy mm. you know is the ability to create is the ability to leave something that will outlive Imran yeah. Richie right and um, one of my most proud creations or one of my most proud projects um, that I could say is, you know, obviously um, the plaza in Jamaica. Of course. Of course. You know, so Huge. right now I'm, I'm investing time, resources, energy into um, the plaza in Jamaica because I want to do major things with it. I want it to um, generate a lot of revenue, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of income, but more importantly, I want it to be an everlasting impact for that community. You know, and one of some of my biggest inspirations um, in life, you know, is is one obviously my parents. You know, I have to start there. Of course. Um, just seeing them hustle, seeing them grow up, uh, seeing them provide for me. Right. And then some of my biggest inspirations, you know, are in my circle. You know, honestly, and most people won't say that the people who I have direct contact with, some of my friends, some of the people that are in my network through opportunities that we've been in mm -hmm. um but one of the biggest inspirations that i would say for me is um an individual nipsey hustle um you know and most people don't know nipsey hustle right. you know they they think they know of him through rap right but i studied i studied nipsey for years and you know the people that are closest to me know that um and the reason being is because I respect his vision as an entrepreneur and businessman. Mm. You know, Nipsey is an amazing rapper, Grammy nominated, um, you know, but he's more impressive as a businessman. And that's what most people don't really don't get, yeah. don't really they see. Don't, they don't see that. They don't right? see that part of Nipsey. You know, he, the, the real estate that right. he has, the brand that he's built, um, everything, you know, just everything as it pertains to how solid he is. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's somebody that I, I can say I study, I model myself after. Um, and I want to be able to leave 
legacies like how Nipsey Hussle have has left a legacy. Right. You know, so to answer your question, some of the biggest things that I've been working on or what's next um, is to continue to evolve, to continue to work on myself, to continue to create, to continue to expand. Expansion is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest <laughs> things on my mind right now. Stop. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, I have, um, I'm working on a business in Jamaica, but I actually, you know, the hat that I have on right now. Yeah, what is that, bro? Yeah, it's um, it's actually a brand. You okay. know, it's a brand that I've been working on. It's a brand that I've been cultivating uh, over the past, I would say, nine months. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's MWM, but it stands for Mind Worth Millions. And, um, <laughs> like, what, what does that mean That's to you? Huge. What does that mean to you? I want to ask Personally, you. Personally, Mind Worth Millions... It's that perspective that we keep talking about, like how you see it, you know, how you how you see everything. You right. know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's that's just how your mind works. How do you think? Right. If you got a mind worth millions, you know what I'm saying? You, for sure. you have that certain perspective, you know? So for me, that brand, just like before the millions, it's an affirmation. Right. If I wear this brand, I'm saying I got a mind worth millions. Right. I got millions on my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. That's how I see it. And then for me, you know, basically the brand, um, the way it originated, you know, was essentially self-talk, mm. you know, self-talk, um, self-reminders, you know, self-affirmations to mm. self, you know, right. that no matter where you are, it's not who you are, I'm you know, so where right. you are right now in life is not who you are. Right. You know, I know people that are dead broke, Facts. but they have a mind worth millions and it's all prior to what's to come. Right. You know, what you make is not what you're worth. You feel me? Like your mind is what's worth the millions. Right. And for me, um, I told you, you know, I've always been a person to try to share my perspective and share my thoughts with the world. But I started to realize that I couldn't do, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I can't share every thought of the day. Yeah. We have seven million thoughts a day. Right. I can't share every right. million, every single thought throughout the day. So I started to see how can I uplift, inspire, and empower people and leave a legacy for centuries to come for successful people chasing what they want to chase right. um, through me. And it hit me, you know, it hit me when it did, um, like a light bulb almost one day. You know, I woke up and I was just, I was talking to one of my closest friends um, and we started to just, we started to just lay the, lay the foundation, lay the ideas of, you know, what's going on up there, you feel me? And it came to me, you know, so, that's that's what I would say Mind Worth Millions is about. It's more so of an affirmation. It's more so of a way of thinking. Right. You know, I, I, I pride it or I foundation it on humanity empowerment, you know, right. because I have a little sister. And for me, think about how a nine-year-old growing up with the mentality of my, a Mind Worth Millions, right. what that would do for her, the type facts. of things that she can accomplish. Facts. You know what I mean? And... That's kind of how I viewed it, you know. So, it's 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 in the foundational stages right now, but I do have big plans for it. You know, big plans for the brand, big 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 plans on growing it, yeah. big, big plans on impacting with it. Right. You know what I mean? And regardless of you know what you're going through currently, you, you know, I just want people to understand that your current situation doesn't define you. You know, your current situation will never define you. Facts. You know, your current Facts. mindset does. Facts. It's crazy how the tables always turn. For sure. It's crazy how things come around. So before we get out of here, it's one thing I love to ask my guests. If you can give one line, right? One quick snippet. I don't know if you have a quote you live by. Yeah. I don't know if you have a little saying. 
Um, but what's that one little quick quota, quota that you can give every single person that you feel like most impacted your life? Yeah. Um, you know, where you are is not who you are. What you make is not what you're worth. Your mind is what's worth millions. And the reason that I, I would leave that quote to anybody watching this is I've been at moments where I've had it all, right? I've been at moments where I've been at my lowest. And for me, it didn't change my thought process, right? right? I wasn't moved by the success or the failure. And I feel like that's super important for anyone to understand when it comes to chasing a dream or becoming successful. You know that regardless of the foundation of what's up here matters. Right. You know, the dollar amount doesn't matter. You know, what you make doesn't matter. Where you at right now currently does not matter. Right. So I want to be able to leave that um, for somebody and change their life because I know for a fact that there's somebody right now that's gonna be watching this. Um, that you're gonna watch this and you're in your current position, but Facts. you believe in your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? That you got something in yeah. there. You know Facts, what I mean? So bro. That's, that's 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 the biggest thing. You got that burning desire. We used to always talk about that, bro. That burning desire, you got something in your heart, you know. For sure. That you know you could do. Um for the, this this is before the million. This is what we do. We capture that. Um and speaking for someone that actually has been able to touch them and has been doing able to do great things and not only touch that amount of money but impact a huge amount of lives. Right. You motivate a lot of people. You've done things that ninety nine percent of people, especially your age, of your your ethnicity, your background, right. don't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So hundred percent commend yeah. you, bro. Likewise, Thank you so bro. much for your time. This Likewise, is amazing, man. bro. Make sure you guys go ahead what's the what's the IGs? How do we get in contact with yeah. you? Yeah, um so Imran Richie, right? Imran Richie um on Instagram, you know, first name, last name, there are a lot of fake pages. Um it's just what it comes with. Right. Um but Imran Richie, no underscore, no periods, no anything. Um, and it was a pleasure. Nah, it was a course. pleasure, you know, just being here, giving game, giving yes, wisdom. Sir. Yes, sir. That was tough. Hey, make sure you subscribe. I'm going to keep bringing superstars, bro. I'm, I'm telling y'all every single week, bro, we bring superstars. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a certain caliber of the type of people you're going to bring. You're going to keep upping it, man. So, part two is before the billions, just so you know. You know what I'm saying? So, when the sure. billions come, we got to run it back. Nah, definitely. You know what I'm and, so, and it's crazy because, um, yeah, you know, I know, I know. Millions is is definitely not the goal. Yeah. Um. There's billions sure. to to get also. For sure. But I feel like there's stepping stones. Right. You know what I'm saying there's stepping stones, right. and that's the main thing. So I'm excited for it, bro. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. We got here.